Indeed. Did you watch the coronation? Not a second of it. No, I haven't seen it. Not a second. Seen a second I could of it not all. give a rat's ass. About and I've met the guy. Yeah, true. Chippy. Was Chippy? Chippy must have been there as well. Yeah. Who's Chippy? Uh, Christopher Hipkins. Oh, the, the prime minister. Prime minister of is Chippy. Well, people call him Chippy because it's Christopher Hipkins. See, hip, chip, chippy. I get it. There he is. There he is. That's why they call him. Yeah. It's kind of a weak finish. That, that's yeah. That, that. Oh. <sighs> Yo, last one was really crisp. Yeah. Do it again. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, the first one was left-handed. Wasn't as good. Whoa. Ah. Ah. Wow. That's quite. That's a whip of a exactly. thing you've got there. Jeez, I got Louise. big thumbs. That's a hell. Yeah. That, <laughs> what mine's can I say? So pussy in comparison. I know. It's Jeez. a sad state of affairs listening to that, yes. even with your new microphones. Yeah, exactly. That's how we're testing them out. <laughs> anyway, Mark. I'm back in New Zealand. You are back so in New are Zealand. You. Well, yes, we're both back from our Oriental trips. Mm. Are you allowed? Uh, oh. Are you allowed to say that these days? Oriental? Oriental? Did you ever read Edward Said's book on Orientalism? No, I, okay. it was, it's on my, it's on my um, read list. It's kind of painful reading. I had to read it's, it in my first year of university. Orientalism? Yes. No, I haven't read that. Is it about all countries in the Orient? What does the Orient, what does it really encompass? Like all I think of it's Asia? kind of an archaic term at this point. Mm, mm. I remember like there used to be uh, two minute noodles and there used to be chicken flavoured and Oriental flavoured. It's pretty vague. <laughs> could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah, it could be a lot of different things. Yeah. Write in the comments below what you think Oriental flavoured two minute noodles taste like. like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might know. You, you might have might had know. a good, a good experience with it. Might be your old favourite flavour. Uh, yeah. Was it the purple one? Yeah, it might have been. Because I think like chicken was green, mm. beef was red, and I think oriental was purple. I used to love a bit of two-minute noodles. We've all been students. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I liked it. Yeah, it was, it's actually not bad breakfast food. Have you ever had two-minute noodles for breakfast? I've had lots of noodles for breakfast. I lived in China for seven years. 100%. I like a pho for breakfast. A pho, sorry. Pho. Yeah, it's quite replenishing. Okay. Especially after a hard night, gets all the... Never done Vietnamese for breakfast. Well, maybe that's, a, that's something you could do. Now, that door, do you think it's Do you want to latch it? I'll, I'll go latch it. How about that? You keep everyone company. But then eventually, we'll actually start talking about the topic of the podcast. Um, what sport it is again? What sport did we talk about? We talked about UFC last time, Israel Adesanya, <laughs> with some finishing moves. We talked a bit about, about rugby league, but I'm yes. pretty sure... What, so, is what does it tell us? It's... I want to wait for you to come back because then it might be. If I'm editing around this. Oh. oh, look at that. Brute strength of the man. Quite incredible. You guys didn't see that, but I saw it. <laughs> yeah. And what else you can't see, actually, just below the front, he's, he's, he's perched a real Kalen Doris <laughs> straight off the bat by seeing that masculinity from me. Exactly right. Oh, I'm a little bit awkward now. Um, rugby. Rugby is the name of the game that we talk about once a week. And uh, we haven't talked about it for a while. We talked about it once while you were away and I was still in the country, but we yes. never, I never even attempted to do it while I was in Malaysia. Right. So good on you for getting one done while you were away. Cause I, yes, I, I did watch a decent amount of rugby while I was away, but it was... Not as easy as it is in New Zealand. I watched a very little. I watched a bit. A okay. little bit. Uh, yeah. So we both haven't 
watched our extensive portfolios of rugby you usually would watch, but this was, there was some pretty good rugby. Yes. And around the place, and there's still a lot of talking points in the world of rugby going on at the moment as well. There's a lot that's happened, I think, since the last time we met in New Zealand. Should we go through a little hyper point of what's actually happened? Do you we, want to start? It, well, did we talk much about Razor in the last one? What? Oh, did, how, how long ago was this? No, did we talk about Razor mm. in the one where you were in Malaysia? I wasn't in Malaysia. I was. Jeez, we're getting. You were in China. I was in China. <laughs> China. I was in Malaysia. Yes. Uh, okay. Good. I'm glad we got that sorted. Good. Let's assume they are both we, in the Orient. Let's just no. But let's. Oh, <laughs> they are in the Orient. But by the way, if I haven't included that in the thing, no one's going to get that reference because okay. that often happens. Okay. That we think we're being really clever and we're referencing it, something that happened earlier that you may not have seen. And if you have seen it, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Edward Said, folks. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. Orientalism. Is it quite a racist book? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's, we'll come back to that. But <laughs> not. Let's, I don't know. I got, like, I got a C in that paper, I think. Okay, so we could talk more about uh, the fact that the uh, the coaching staff has coaching been staff. Yes, yes, yes. And I heard a very interesting point uh, made that rugby is one of the only sports in the world where it's more um, lucrative, or not lucrative. Or there's more esteem in being an assistant coach than being a coach of a top class side in, in Super Rugby. Or Who's even. saying that? Well, and and you can just see it's the evidence, like the fact that someone would give up a head coaching role of a Super Rugby two, team to take up an assistant role, a couple of guys yeah. of a national team. Yeah, and that's weird. Right. And is that right? It, and then basically, you haven't got the best coaches being head coaches right. in New Zealand. See where you're coming from. They're all going into being assistant coaches, which I and it's you know it's a very um, massive team to be involved with the All Blacks and all that sort of yeah. thing. And I think also they. Getting that role, you've seen the pathway. You're like, if yeah. I can do this right, I can get that job. I think that's the same thing. Like we saw John Plumtree, he was assistant at the Canes for many years under Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd realized he was never going to get a crack yeah. at the AEB's job, so he left. Plumtree stepped up to the Canes for a year, and then he was like, all right, I'll be the assistant to Ian Foster. Yeah, because he'd seen the previous the appointments pathway. for All Blacks coach had always come from that assistant's role. So I can imagine that's the only carrot that's dangling in front of people who are head coaches to to take on that assistance job you've got to believe i can get the all blacks head coaching role if i do this well that's why liam mcdonald's i would say so he's turned potentially turned down scotland yes and turned um, down a head coaching role of an international team of a team and left really current super rugby team that's really on the up and up that could be really quite exceptional team to coach Mm. and then yeah what he's done i'm quite gutted as a blues fan the Blues have been scratchy this year. We have been scratchy. Even it's almost like the coach is playing with like kind of two, two roles on his mind rather than the current one. Well, you even see that with the Crusaders a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, this is the first year where I haven't been. Oh, Cassie, pardon me. Um, and it's probably going to be less forgiving coming through this microphone. Exactly. Unless there is a good chance as well, you'll know this, that I've completely screwed up the connections. And one we're of these. just listening on the camera <laughs> microphone, which is going to sound fantastic. We sound tinny ass. But if we don't sound tinny ass, uh, yeah, they're going to pick up the more of those dulcet burps and stuff that I like to um, give everybody. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, weird thing. Mm. Like, uh, and, and losing Leon, I, like, it makes it a little bit stressed as a... Um, a fan of the Blues because we've had so such a bad run for mm. so long, and he's been the the one coach that's actually turned things around. Around, a little yeah, bit. that's right. You know? I was recently just looking back because I was thinking I was looking at the Super Rugby log and just seeing Moana Pacific. I haven't got any wins, so I was looking back through recent years. I felt for them last night. I really <laughs> Me as well. Did. We'll get to the recent yeah, results yeah. in a bit, but I was looking back to see 
which other teams have gone through a Super Rugby campaign winless. And as I was scrolling through Crusaders? a few years ago, not the Crusaders, no. but it was just it occurred to me like you don't have to click back through many years of Super Rugby to see the Blues were a pretty shit team for a yeah. long time. Yeah, absolutely. Like every year, like we would get like yeah, three wins, four wins, or something like that. We couldn't beat another New Zealand team for, for ages, eight, for years. Yeah, I mean, literally. year on year, we would just like. Get close to the Highlanders really at Eden Park, maybe. Get close to the Chiefs and the or the Hurricanes would yeah. score a last minute try that would break yeah. hearts and like. Yeah. But yeah, Leon and I think Leon's first year wasn't that great, but he's turned yeah. it around in a big really way. Really well, like all the previous ones, like Tana didn't really live up to the expectations. John, John Kerwin's dog shite. Pat Lamb didn't do that well, so yeah, no. we we were crap for a long time, and then like you said, Leon turned it around. So it is disconcerting to. Mm. To see that potentially change again, but hopefully he does well with the ABs. Hopefully. I think Hurricanes fans will actually be pretty happy their coach, their coach is leaving. He's not yeah. that popular. Yeah, well, they lost in the weekend as well, didn't they? They did to the draw. Ooh, your favorite team. My favorite team. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Yeah, there was some. It's actually good to see a couple of uh, upsets and stuff still mm. happening in Super Rugby because mm. I think that's one of the biggest problems we're having in rugby across the world is one-sided games. Predictability. Oh, God, like, it's... Do you want to tackle the games from recent weeks, or is there anything else that's been kind of major in the news that you... Can I tell you a few things I'd like to talk about in this podcast? I want to like to talk a little bit about RTS and his decision. Yep. I also want to talk a little bit about some of the re-signings. Okay. Uh, you know Jacques Ninaber is leaving? Oh, yeah, the I heard Cup. that. We can talk about that. Um, I want to give you the... How about I throw this at you right now? Okay, right now I'm going to throw Damien McKenzie, Bowden Barrett, or Richie Mwanga, right? Okay, so you can only have two of those players in your 23 mm. because it doesn't make sense to have all three of them. Mm -hmm. What two do you have and where do you put them? Oh, it's a tricky, she's a tricky like, beast, isn't it? Right now. At this moment. At this moment. World Cup, Cup knockout game. I'm chucking DMAC in, man. Yeah, he's looking sensational. He's just looking the business. Yeah, he really is. Which is he? not something you would have said when he first came back from Japan when he was looking not that flash. It's taken him a little while to build some momentum, but geez, he's got that momentum now. Yeah, he's he's the talisman for the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. And the Chiefs are, are sensational. They are. They're playing boy, some boy. rugby. <sighs> What's all back three? Oh, shooter. Shooter McGavin. Nar Narwa. Narwa. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. We give hope you didn't Kalen Darks is here. <laughs> <laughs> he is good if, if you're watching from a different part of the world and you're thinking to yourself who's going to be the bolter for the All Blacks will usually have just some, watch the Chiefs and look the, at some of their outside backs yeah, basically yeah and I was like what does that do to for Talia like and then is he going to get pushed out I guess yeah it's a good year for Sivu Reese is a great player but as he's unfortunately he's gone so yeah. it's opened up a spot there for in the somebody outside else, backs exactly right and there are a number of uh, players really saying pick me mm -hmm. i'm bloody good and you're like yes you are I at know. super rugby level okay anyway. so we, we we started right. jizzing everywhere about the outside backs yeah, in yeah, super yeah. rugby so, so back to the original question yep. uh moanga barrett uh so i'm chucking dmac in and i'll keep well, no. i'll keep barrett as my bench guy Okay, so Morgan so gets the ass, sadly. Sorry, Richie. Because he's not actually looking that flash out there at the moment. He's solid. Like, he's doing, yeah. like, fine. Yeah, um, okay. But at international level, I think Bodhi's still got him. And Billy, Bodhi is a little bit more versatile in terms of his coverage. So And he's just got that clutch class. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't want to start DMAC, if you go more like what likely the selectors will do, I think they go with uh, with Richie starting and then DMAC on the bench. Bodhi gets the ass. 
Okay, so but you don't even. I don't. So, I don't see Bodhi so starting at the moment. Really? So you put D Mac at number ten. Based on the way I'm, he's playing right now, I can't. And not. then you put who are you putting at fullback? Uh, fullback. Well, because then what do you put? You do what they've been doing, having dual pivots coming up, and mm. always one of the backs. Because that's where the, where uh, Bodhi's been playing a lot of his All Black rugby right, of late. Right. Is a fullback. Back fullback where he doesn't want to play. Yeah. Who do you put? Yeah. Or do they put Geordie? Geordie Barrett back at fullback instead of number 12? Or do they put Will Jordan at fullback for a change instead oh, of on the wing? I've seen Will Jordan for weeks. He, play, he played this weekend. How did he go? In he was world? good. Yeah? He was good. Yeah, he still looks dangerous. Yeah. But the All Blacks don't like playing him at fullback. Which I don't understand. They always play him on the wing. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's pretty worrying. What his, and his is just all head injury stuff, isn't it? Migraines. Will Jordan's got like an inner ear problem, which causes migraines and like balance issues. But I don't think it's concussion related. So really, yeah, he's just got dodgy ears. Seriously, and I then if he so. takes a hit in the ear during a game, and he can, I think he's more likely to, yeah, like be like a have bit... a brain bleed or something I don't crazy know. like that. It's all a bit hush hush because it's his own medical profile, so they don't say too much because it's kind of private. But right, yeah. right, yeah. My understanding is it's an inner ear problem. You know what? It's what's great about being very, um, very much unknown in the world of rugby podcasting and all that sort of thing. Um, I can say that oh, he could get a brain bleed. But if that was like uh, a big time person saying that, headlines: Will mm. Jordan brain bleed, brain Lawsuit bleed coming your way. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to sort of ponder and where what they do and where they go. And who are and, you picking? Yeah, look, I'm with you. I think you've got to go, D Mac. He's just world class right now. He's just looking. You putting like, your man Shooter at 15? Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to put Shooter. He got the guns for international rugby. Yeah, he's got he's got the shotgun. <laughs> he's yeah, he's just looking phenomenal right now. Mm. I'd like to see his defensive efforts to be a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit tighter, but I think if he can just get into the right environment and 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 have the players around him to like entrust that he will do he's that. He's playing well enough that he needs a crack between now and the World Cup to at least show hundred percent. He at needs, least a couple of games. Yeah, 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 a thousand percent. Um, I think Nadawa needs to be at number fourteen mm. at the moment, and then where do you put? I don't think Caleb Clark is quite there right now. Mm. I think he is very much a fringe player. Talia's injured at the moment, so it's hard to say, but yeah. Yeah, it's there's a lot. Will Jordan's in his comeback. There's a lot of question marks. Yeah. There's only a few rounds of Super Rugby to but go as well. there's a huge amount of talent. Yeah. So I think it's um, this year, uh, the Rugby Championship is going to be Very wildly, wildly Very important. Yes. And for all you people watching outside of New Zealand, like there's some... I'm not worried about... Don't be worried about any of our forwards. They're all kind of middling at the moment. Who do mm. you... I'm sure you might like some players right now. Um, but there are some serious quality in the outside backs that yep. want to come through. Outside backs. And if D-Mac can play with the form that he's in the moment, sensational stuff. If the All Blacks are game enough to pick him, that's the only question, yeah. They need to take a chance instead of just kind of sticking and slightly adjusting the, the crop that they've been going through. But You know, one thing I like about the fact that we've retained Fozzie right. um, is... Oh, they haven't even set my lights up. Look over here. The one thing that we have... <laughs> sorry. Um, retained Fozzie has meant that he can sort of just go... He's not looking to the future. Right. Like, 
even if a player said, I'm not playing rugby next year like RTS, mm. if RTS was playing well enough, he can just pick him. They, they can just pick him. Bugger like, it. Yeah, it's, it's not my problem next yeah, year. Exactly. They don't yeah. have to bring in any young yeah. guys. I can literally yeah. just play all the oldest guys in the teams, all yeah. the most experienced guys. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, true. Yeah. And like, and <clears throat> if it goes well, he's going to be, he can just give the big finger to people like me and everybody well, you get else. That tattoo yours. Yes. Well, I think I'm pretty far off for that. I'm pretty safe on that front. Yeah. Mm. Although you do like to bring it up quite often. I do often. like to bring just, it up. Just... <laughs> I'm a good friend. <laughs> Although the good thing about it, you, uh, no, I'm not even going to encourage you to do the that. Cards. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're miles off for that. Uh, by the way, what we're talking about is there's a video that I've made about how poor, uh, it was an emotional video I made about how poor, how poor Fozzie was as a coach right after the Irish series. And I've said if he wins the World Cup and he gets and that video gets seventy five thousand views, I'll get a tattoo saying I'm sorry with a f- with his face on my ass. Wouldn't uh, that look great? <laughs> That'd be great YouTube viewing. It really we can take would. the camera to the tattoo parlor. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that video has only got like twenty two thousand okay. views. Wait till the World Cup when rugby interest is peaking. I don't think it's gonna. <clears throat> people are gonna want to watch like old videos about. Uh, well, if he bombs out, then it will get a lot of views. But then you're still safe. Then I'm anyway. safe. Then I'm yeah. safe. Then I'm yeah. safe. Then okay. we're all good. Which is probably the more likely situation. Right. Oh my gosh, your laptop's oh. not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Crisis averted. Just. Professional. Professional. The clock is ticking. It's like defusing a bomb. Can he get there? Cut the red wire! Ah! Winning! Okay. Ooh. Tony's laptop just popped up with a low battery warning. Because he didn't plug it in. Yeah, very foolish. Before very starting foolish. a very professional podcast. It is a Well, it's more professional. We've got new mics, if you can't tell. Because one of the main things we get is a, uh, I was about to say a compliment, but it's not, it's quite uh, the opposite, it's a complaint. It's a complaint, yeah. It's a complaint. The and sound it, is a bit shit. Yeah, it can sound a bit crap, you know? And then I often don't reply, but I think to myself, beggars, beggars can't be choosers. Um, but we appreciate you watching this. So we, we, hopefully it sounds a little bit better. Hopefully. Yeah, but is it, steps in the right but direction. It, if, you've, if you're a long-time viewer of our podcast, you might know that we often have technical difficulties. Be it the screen going on and off. <laughs> exactly. Be it the microphone switching off halfway through the podcast. Yeah, and or the, the camera, t- camera turning camera off. Camera turning off, running out of battery. There's yeah. lots of things that can go wrong. Losing the remote. It's a rich, <laughs> yeah, there's, it's it's a rich a, tapestry. It really is a tapestry of f***ing yeah. shit. Jacques really? Nina was leaving the Springboks at the end of the World Cup campaign, and the rumours are that Rassi is going to step back into the role. Oh Has he God. ever even left the role? It doesn't feel like it. I feel, like, feel he's, like he's he's like the godfather of South African rugby, isn't he? Yeah. They love him. They love him. Yeah. Hey, get, is he, he literally he, like, just what I thought I was out? They <laughs> <laughs> <And> bring me <laughs> back in. Say hello to my little friend. Um, That's a different movie. Oh, it is a different movie. That's Scarface. I was, talking, same, I was talking Godfather. I know, but it's the same actor. Same actor. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, just from the... Hamish wouldn't know that. No, Hamish wouldn't. But you're quite right. Uh, it seems like he does is the man who pulls the strings. Yeah. Do you think he has had a falling out? Oh, conjecture right now, but uh, 
I think yeah, Jacques then, just doesn't like being a head coach. Yeah, right. It's, it's an be... extra level of pressure. You've got to front all the press conferences. I mean, if he's genuinely, if he is genuinely being the head coach behind the scenes and Rossi is yeah. genu- genuinely just doing director of rugby stuff, it's just a lot more work, I would say. Like, yeah. as an assistant coach, you've got your area, you focus on that, you can just... But even if he is, like, um, for the play players and the team, he mm. is, by all intents and purposes, the assistant coach mm. and doing assistant coach stuff, but then on top of that, has all the crap that nobody wants to do with the yeah. press, yeah. he's basically got a smaller role, but with all the crap Yeah, stuff. he's got the crap jobs, the, the yeah. crap parts of the big job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why would you want that? I mean, yeah. Rassi, I think... He's just a better front man for like press conferences. Jacques is getting better, but he's always looked incredibly awkward at the press yeah, conferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite charismatic, isn't he, old Russell? Russell is very charismatic. Whereas Jacques tends to stumble over his words a lot. I mean, mm. that doesn't mean. I mean, that doesn't mean he's not a smart guy. It doesn't yeah. mean you know. It's just not everyone is that eloquent in front of. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, not everybody is head coach material. Yeah, and. So, so, yeah, I think there could be a lot to say that really Russie's always been the man behind it, pulling mm. the strings. Mm. And they bloody love it. Like, those episodes that we bitched about the fact that he just would not stop complaining on Twitter and it was just a really bad look mm. and it was just really, really He irritating. was speaking to his audience. Yeah, and they were loving it. Exactly right. So many comments just saying, we love him for it. Yeah. Because he's the guy who sticks up for us. That's right. And you're like... He's oh. our guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, unabashedly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which I guess is you always like that. Sometimes for the teams that like the Warriors that I support, right? They always seem to get a pretty hard rub of the green. When right. It comes so when to someone sticks up for them, you're like, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah Tell yeah, them yeah. how it is. But actually, the coach we got right right now is actually very good at not firing okay. up about it. He's very professional. Okay. Old Webster. Anyway, uh, like the dictionary. <laughs> like the dictionary. Yeah, Andrew Webster. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the dictionary. Where, 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 so what else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about, R- about R- Jacques? You want to talk about RTS? RTS. Rugby League all Black, all black selections. Uh, yeah, you can update me on everything else that's happening okay. in the world. Uh, we'll save the results for shortly. I've got some Super Rugby, some Champions Cup, and some URC on my list. All right, okay. Let's do it. You would go RTS first. Go oh. on. Kind of feel for the man. <laughs> So RTS is leaving New Zealand. Well, he's not leaving New Zealand. He's staying in New Zealand. Zealand, But he's switching codes. To my other team. So it's a weird feeling for me because I adore and love the Mm. New Zealand Warriors, the one New Zealand Warriors. Um, And obviously I really wanted to see him do well in the All Blacks. But he's a phenomenal world-class rugby league player. But So I'm excited to get him back on my team. Mm. But the fact he hasn't been able to quite show this rugby union audience how quality he really is, I don't Mm. think he has. No. I don't think. I don't know if second fifteen was really his position either. Second five. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Maybe he should be in the second fifteen. He was in the All Blacks fifteen, which is kind of like the, the second, second 15. fifteen. Yeah, that's a Freudian slip, but But yeah, I don't know if second five was his position because yeah. he's used to he, space. He played at league, fullback space. in league. Yeah, it was great under the high ball. Great at bringing the ball back. I think the question mark was, did he have a kick? Kicking game, yeah. Um, so that was one of the reasons why they put him into second five. But second five is such a different position. It's not one that you can just... You don't see many guys just slot in there and pick it up. Defensively, like, on attack, the, the lines you've got to run, like, it's just totally different. The mm. amount of space that you have, the way you're actually able to exhibit your skills. Like, one of the... Th- yeah. 
even even in every single way it's like just so totally foreign to what he was doing already and like every, almost everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong like he really needed to cut his teeth at NPC yes and then, which was the initial plan yeah but he, he was going to play NPC i think even if he'd got that NPC season because if you guys didn't know he signed up he left the warriors and then there was still time in that year to play to npc but we're still talking during covid yeah so there was a lockdown which locked down his npc team which meant he didn't get a play so yeah. there was a whole season he missed out on which would have been a great time for him just to cut his teeth i still think he would have been short i still think he needed at least another year and then he hasn't had a great run with injury yeah that's right and so he had to jump in kind of like benji marshall he had to go straight into super rugby and I, to be honest i think he looked pretty sharp in that first year i think he's looked mm. better last year than he did this year right um and you know people were you know saying oh he looks good he mm. looks like he could be the, he, could, he could be the goods but yeah then never the got, progression didn't keep going it was how just, many minutes has he gotten an all black jersey not many very little he came yeah. on at, came on late in one of the tests uh, in the um irish test yeah. where we were just about to lose the series for the first time since 1994 welcome roger yeah well, you're an all black now and, you know welcome to the club yeah, exactly He's cuddles camp. everybody yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was pretty depressing. Yeah. Not quite as depressing as Stephen Perifetta's debut, which uh, was the that was god awful. That looked like a cap. To and when we say when hands. we say it was god awful or the worst debut of all time, it wasn't anything to do with Stephen no. badly or anything like that. He was put on all week. He was paraded around like a prize pig, and all the media about a being this player who desperately deserved a debut. He was in all the marketing and all that crap. They played him for a minute. They played him in the final minute of the first game that we ever lost to Argentina in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, and that was... And he was eligible for, was it Samoa? Yeah. You're so gonna... it, 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 it looked like, let's just cap him so he doesn't have second thoughts going into a World Cup. Just like our man, um, what's his name? So cool. Yeah, yeah, which I he's a, he's been playing bloody well this year. All the Chiefs guys been playing he, well. Yes. Yeah. So they're really feeling not having Warren Gatlin around, aren't they? You know. At least you'd get some definite direction. Do you think? Warren, Do you think Warren Gatlin, like, is clearly the Roger Tui versus Sheik acquisition? He was promised a run at the All Blacks. Clearly, he doesn't just yeah. leave the Warriors unless he's promised to run at the All Blacks. They fast-tracked him, absolutely. Like, there's mm. other guys who've been playing well. I mean, Nankerville's the kind of key guy that you look at go, man, yeah. if anyone who's earned a crack at the All Blacks in the midfield, it's Alex Nankerville. Yeah. But they, they didn't, and now he's off abroad at the yeah. end of the season. And then Roger just comes in, gets fast-tracked. Yes. Would Warren Gatlin just be like, yeah, go on, New Zealand rugby, All Blacks management, just fast-track this motherfucker in. Yeah. Excuse my language if this yeah. is on my channel. It is on your channel. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't swear. <laughs> Apologies if you got children around. Air Muffet. Uh, yeah, and like, there's actually quite a lot of, I don't know if you kept up to date with any of this, but they're calling it in Australia at the moment, the Code Wars. Right. The Code Wars. And NRL are being really aggressive now. So, um on his name the guy is the head of the nrl oh, okay yeah uh, he has brought in this and this could affect all of world rugby not just new zealand and mm -hmm. australia he's brought in this because they've got a salary cap for each of the nrl teams yeah. where they're basically uh, but they've so you can't go over a certain amount yeah but there's going to be a special allocation of a million dollars per team to take players from other codes 
anywhere in the world. Wow. So if you see a fantastic player in South Africa, or you see a fantastic player in England or wherever else they in the world, could throw the cash at them. They can throw cash. So just to get the best talent in the world playing league. Wow. So uh, this all comes from Eddie Jones kind of uh, recently Sawali. Yeah. Yeah, pinching Sawali from an NRL club, the, the and, Roosters, yeah, right? and making and making noise about how he wants to he's targeting further in our guys for the Wallabies. They're targeting Payne Haas, who is probably the best forward in the NRL right okay. now. He's an absolute tank. Okay. We, you, you'll see him when we watch a bit of Origin. Okay. Um, the, the NRL has been incredible this year. Right. Like, so they're not yeah. sitting passively taking no. this poaching of talent. And they've done this other thing. Well, with, I say poaching, but what's this guy? Suli? Suwali. Suwali was initially a, uh, a union guy. He, he went to a union school. So it's he, went very, to, he grew up playing union and then yeah. he gets a contract with a league team so he becomes a league guy, which is a pretty common story in Australia because yeah, there's so many league teams. Yeah, and they, and they actively try and um, they're looking for league uh, yeah, for, for future for league talent. talent from union schools 100% and then there's far more notoriety is quicker available money uh, easier pathway <laughs> mm. you're going to be playing in stadiums in front of 40 to 50,000 people right. every week rather than 5 to 10 right you know um, it's, it's it's pretty big deal right um, like there's they make noise over there they say and I, I don't know it's an interesting point they say that it's the most prestigious non-international right. footy like yeah. rugby or rugby league um, competition in the world right and it's hard to i like i don't watch a lot of top 15 yeah but they're like the amount of like it's it goes for like 38 mm. rounds or something mm. like that and each round and the fans are absolutely fanatical yeah, yeah. it almost reminds me a little bit more of some of the american sports in that like the international game like they have international ice hockey and basketball and stuff but it's not the the code the, the, like the NRL is for me like that's rugby like I know they play it in the UK but like when you think the NRL like that's the big show like, I know there's Origin but that's kind of a that's a separate deal. Origin or, Origin that's, they say is the is the ultimate level that's right. the ultimate but I mean if you're looking at a regular week in week out competition it's the NRL like in rugby union it's all kind of building up to the, the internationals Cup. the World Cup like the Six Nations yeah. rugby championship that's what you kind of that's the ultimate goal. And you ask any league fan, would they rather see their country, maybe if you win the World Cup, win the or World would they Cup, like to see their team or, win the NRL? I think a Warriors fan would take the Warriors hundred would take the NRL. I'm a fan, I'd be like, that would be one of the most significant the sporting occasions of yeah. my life. That would be like I get emotional when the Warriors win. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm a fan. Yeah, you know, and it's the NRL Grand Final, which happens every year, is such a bigger deal yeah. than the World Cup Final. Like that happens once, leave, every, yeah. once, once every four years. Yeah. So yeah, there's no real sort of comparison between yeah. the international game. It's, it's, yeah, it is similar to that analogy you make with right. NBA, NFL, NHL, mm. basically. Mm. And the other thing they've done that the leagueies have done is really, really um, try and rip the guts out of women's rugby union as well. Right. Yeah. So um, they've brought in, a, uh, they've thrown stacks of cash. They've, um, basically found all the best talent, women's talent in New Zealand and have thrown, so the NRLW. Right. Um, thrown, so all of these young ladies who are the most talented women in New Zealand uh, league are getting league uh, contracts at the wow. moment. Because so, the, the women's game in New Zealand, they've recently, I think in the last 12 months, contracted our Black Ferns players, so our best kind of 30-odd players. Yeah. But the rest of them are all on kind of peanuts, Amateurs. basically. Yeah. The ones who play in the very, very abridged 
What is it even called? Uh, Super Rugby Alpaki. Yeah, that's right. Alpaki. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and it's a, such a short competition. It's a bit. I mean, it's a step in the right direction, but it's not. So they're saying, look, we're going to give you serious money. Come be a professional athlete. Come be basically. a professional athlete. This is your dream. You grew, you've got the skills. You've got the talent. We'll we want to. We want to give you a stage to play. Wow. So they're making big moves. They got you know, some serious cash over yeah, there. Yeah. I don't think other countries, like I'm only aware of it from a New Zealand perspective, but even I get like just kind of what a weaker position Union is in Australia compared to the likes oh, of League and AFL. It's it's not even a poor younger brother. It's like a second redneck cousin. Right. Like it's so far. And they, they mock the, the uh, mm. rugby, rugby Union over there. They're like, but they've... Rugby Union has been throwing barbs back at them over there saying, you know, how tough can Rugby League be? Have you ever seen one of their scrums? Like right, the right, chief executive right. for uh, the Australian Rugby Union said that. I'm sorry, I can't remember. Any of Volandis, by the way, is the name of... Okay. He's a real... That's an end leader of the uh, NRL. He's a okay. real, real character. Like, okay. Real, like, like, just says what he wants. And, right. And then he calls... Um, when anybody goes to league, he calls them a boomerang. He's like, they always come back. Like... <laughs> Like Roger. Like Roger, like Benji, like Sam Burgess. Even Brad Thorne came back. Sonny Mm. Bill Williams came back. Mm. Very few of them stay away. Like Lottie, Wendell. Did Wendell go back? I can't remember. Lottie went back at the end of his career. Mm. Like, yeah, they're all boomerangs. Matt Rogers, I don't think, did. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. League. It's a big deal in Australia. Huge. It's a threat to rugby union. They're making moves. And yeah, they're, they're actively I, I, saying. I, I, that doesn't surprise me because Eddie has been stirring the shit since he's taken over. Yeah. And they're acti- actively talking about players in South Africa. Wow. You know, like getting the. Like been able to throw a million bucks at it's, a... just because they have it. Right. And like, well, we've got that a million dollars. We might as well throw it on some freak mm. athlete from yeah, anywhere, for sure. basically. There's plenty of them. Yeah. You know, and that's look how many South Africans are playing abroad. Man, you look at any Japanese top fourteen uh, to a lesser degree premiership URC teams. Man, yeah, I think rugby South league Africans everywhere. The NRL is sick of playing um, poor little brother in terms of the um, the whole uh, comparison, not just in Australia but internationally of the right. two sports, basically. Okay, so yeah, interesting stuff. Mm. Now, before I get on to my list of vast list of results, did you have anything else that was particularly burning on your mind? <laughs> what was burning on my mind? Oh, I uh, I ate a lot of food. Oh yeah, and uh, that's pretty half of the course. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> like I put on. Bread. I literally walked in the door. And you're like, I've eaten. I called you. I'm like, yeah, I've eaten dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm on the way. You're like, I've eaten dinner. Yeah, you're like, where is my coffee, sir? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, I want to ask you a few better. We maybe leave it at the end of the podcast. Mm, mm, mm. But can I tell you one thing that I'm not going to miss about being in the Orient? Okay, it's so hot over there. Like 36 right. feels like 39. Yeah. That have you heard of swamp ass? No. It's a swamp ass. When you're so sweaty, that there's just so much sweat dripping down your crack, that you know you kind of feel like you got a wet bum. You know, and then you sit sit down. I'd just and, like to apologize to all listeners with children. On your channel. <laughs> and you sit down and it's like, you feel like you're kind of sitting in a puddle. But it's yourself. Yeah. It's, you're just sitting in a puddle of your own fluids. It's, um, so I'm not going to miss the swamp pass. Okay. I had a great time. Now, where I was in China wasn't that hot, it was, thankfully. It wasn't that humid. It was crazy hot in, okay. uh, in Malaysia. Nice. Yeah, sort of 35-ish most okay. days. 
Yeah, very, very hot. But then at 3 o'clock every day, the, the heavens open up, all the heat and moisture goes right. up, and it dumps down in okay. biblical-type rains. Right. Yeah. No, where I was in China wasn't wasn't quite like that at all. Really? Didn't have a lot of swamp ass? No, not right. so much swamp pass. A lot of blocked internet. All right. Name me a social media platform. Uh, Bumble. I don't actually know if it's blocked in China. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to go with Bumble. Uh, TikTok. Oh, that's... That's Douyin in China. Isn't it? If it's a separate... But they own TikTok, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, but YouTube's blocked, Reddit's blocked, Twitter's blocked. How did you keep up to date with all those videos I was putting out? I had to... You, or you didn't put out jack shit. <laughs> I think you put out one hurling one while I was gone. <laughs> I, was a, I was away... No, I think I put out maybe two of just okay. my low-effort reaction okay. videos. Okay. Does anyone who's watched those... You're a champ. I, I, I do appreciate you, and I can't give you back that time. I'm sorry. sorry, you used it unwisely. Uh, but uh, I am in the middle of... I showed you... Yeah, you showed me a brief teaser. Yes. Uh, some highly, high, highly, highly edited yes. content. Looks looks impressive. I'm keen to see it. It, it, it wet my appetite. It didn't wet my ass like swamp ass, <laughs> but it wet my appetite. Didn't, didn't, that, no, that's all it wet. It just wet my appetite. No. Sure. No. Wet no. Wet diddle? <laughs> it didn't wet your diddle. No. Okay, good. Isn't it? It's one of my favorite ways to explain a cock. It's little, you know. <laughs> you know, like, don't you think? I think that was what. Um, I need a beer. You want a beer? This is the diddle jack guy. <laughs> diddle. It's a fun it's word. It's a fun word. Yeah. It's a fun word. Okay. Yep. Sorry, everybody, for all this diddle chat. Uh, rugby, not diddles. So you watched a, uh, a lesser amount of rugby during your trip. Uh, yeah, I caught the I caught some of the Super Rugby while I was over there, just a VPN out. Um, yep. I caught a few Kiwi Lads streams. streams. I was watching the Kiwi Lads last night, but I didn't put myself into the chat because it was before halftime and I was worried Hamish was going to go, do you want to jump on? And I was thinking, <laughs> no, I don't want to jump on. I just want to kind of casually watch. Just, okay, fair enough. I should have said something. Why do you I jump was, on? I was just lurking. I, my kids weren't asleep. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, you're just lurking. Just lurking. All right, okay. I was watching Hamish. Yes, as we all like to. Uh, no, well, yeah, I... I uh, let me rattle off some Super Rugby results at you. Okay, let's do it. No, you, okay, let's do the test. You tell me who played Okay, last the Chiefs went away to the Highlanders. And the Chiefs, uh, despite a nice opening try to the Highlanders, and you thought, well, maybe... Maybe! No. Maybe! And there was just a pummeling by those incredible looking Chiefs. Chiefs unbeaten this year. Is it the, is it the year, their year? The Chiefs are 10 and 0. The Highlanders are down in 10th at 3 and that 7. That includes two beatings of the Crusaders. Mm -hmm, it does. That's pretty impressive. The Drua were home to the Hurricanes. And a big upset. The Drua got the, the, Drua got got the, the chocolates. Tell me, I didn't actually watch that game. Tell me about it. Certainly one of the best games I've seen all year. Oh wow, high praise! The, like the quality is great. The quality, the quality of, is great. The rugby is good, and the so crowd good. is just. Excuse my language. Block the kiddies, but it's fucking amazing in Fiji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is honestly doesn't just it, so good. Doesn't it's got a crowd. Big, well, now, interesting. Just the, week, the week before, with the Chiefs and the Canes, felt like great. a great game. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes such crowd. a big difference. Like this weekend in a URC quarterfinal. Yeah. Leinster played the Sharks, yes. right? And they usually play at a smaller ground called the RDS. Yeah. But they had to play at their bigger ground, which they don't usually play at unless it's a big occasion because the RDS was booked out for a concert. 
Okay, yeah. I think Bruce Springsteen's in town. The boss. The boss. So yeah, yeah. the boss doesn't surrender the stadium. So no. they had to play in the big stadium, which is like a 50,000-seater. It's more like yeah. an Eden Park jobby. Yeah. And they limited capacity to, I think, 19,000. I'm assuming because oh. I think the I think the Aviva has similar issues with Eden Park being kind of like residential. I'm not yeah, sure right. any of our Irish followers can let, us, let know, us know. But it just felt shit. It felt like Super Rugby. I know it's not their fault if they had a capacity limit, but 19,000 people, or whatever it was for, I think the commentary team said it was 14, in a 50,000-seater 50, is just crap. It, it felt very Super Rugby. 100%. That's, 100%. that's one of Super Rugby's like issues. Like yeah. People always give it shit about, oh, nobody goes. Well, 10,000 people go. Yeah. Or 15,000 people go, which is not bad. But when yeah. you're in a cavernous stadium, it just sucks any atmosphere out of the 100%. 100%. And that's one of the biggest problems that I've experienced in my lifetime with North Harbour. Right. Is we used to have such a sweet atmosphere yeah. at, when I was a kid going to the Domain of Pain, yeah. Oniwa Domain. It's just basically grass banks. Yep. Bring your rug, put it down, yep. watch your game. You know, get you know, get rowdy, yep. do whatever you want. The kids can run, run around on the, the field. field. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's great. And it can fit... It looks incredible if you get twelve thousand people. Exactly, there. it's it's chock a block, yeah. Sardines and it in a can. feels great, and it feels like it's alive. Yeah, and then you put twelve thousand people into North Harbour Stadium, and it feels empty. It feels like a focus group, exactly, and it's just depressing Awful. as. And then it and then it's such a bad match day experience that you don't get twelve thousand next week. That's right. You get nine thousand. Yeah. Then you get six thousand. It's just spirals. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. But so yeah, the Drua game, they won it late with a couple of penalties. Yeah. The crowd was just amazing. They are, for mine, the best thing about Super Rugby. Super, they, hands down. They, I mean, the Chiefs are playing some great rugby, but if you ask me, do I want to watch a Chiefs game or a Drua game? For the Drua at home, man, I want to watch the Drua. Yeah, the Drua are great. Um, are, you, are they going to sneak into the eight? The Drua are in eighth at the moment. I really hope they get but, in. Yeah, I really hope they get in as well. But yeah. I think they'll be away. So they're not going to make the top half. Mm. And we'll, they just, oh, just for the... Quality mm. of the game, mm. the spectacle. Can we just say, I know. just give them a honestly, do bring back the conference system? The top team in Fiji gets automatic yeah, yeah, qualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, if we're playing them, if mm. the Blues are playing them, I'd rather, even though it's not great for they're going to play better in Fiji, yeah. but just for the spectacle, just yeah. to be excited about it, just send it over to Fiji. Moa, yeah. the Moa, Moana versus Moana Pacifica versus the Blues last night. It was one of those. It was your, it was just depressing as yeah. it was just, yeah. it was just no atmosphere. The game was close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. ask you the Blues hosted Moana Pacifica, and a, a, I am a Blues fan. But at the end of that game, I was just gutted for them. But gutted yeah. for the Moana Pacifica. Yeah. Like, 31 30, the Blues win it with a last minute penalty, penalty try. try with two men in the bin. Yeah. Um, and I was actually at a poker night right. in the game, and I kind of was the guy insisting that we had the rugby on in the in background. The background, right. And I had like one or two other people sort of lobbying to support that. Okay. Uh, so I was sort of in the background, but of playing poker, losing. Uh, not very good at poker. And uh, talking absolute shit, just hanging shit on each other. Yeah. And. Yeah, I watched it. What was the buy-in? 20 bucks. That's nice. But yeah, so I think I bought in twice. Okay. So I lost 40 bucks. That's all right. That's a good yeah. lot of poker. Yeah, it's, it was I a good used time. to play a lot of poker in China with actual Texans. Oh, wow. I used to lose a lot of money there. But I mean, we, again, we paid for 200 quai, which is about 40 bucks. Yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah but yeah, then yeah. the host, who was the Texan guy, who was very good at Texas Hold'em. Right. He started inviting rich Chinese guys who oh. liked to play poker to the game. So they would buy in for like a thousand and they would just like, like they would, you know, just raise my entire 
stack and i'll be like oh, fuck oh this right so we, we, we have though, i stopped going you can't have more than one buy-in at a time basically yeah. so you can't buy in until you're all out yeah no, those guys just raise the stakes but he liked taking money off the rich well, that's, Chinese that's guys, the way so. you want to play is you want to like the, i would always limp in i was very limp the more chips you have the more you can lean on other people that's and, right. and pressure them that's right and just keep whatever he needed to limit the, the like the, the the buy-in amount really but he just wanted to take more guys money so i don't blame him it was yeah. a good little earner for him poker chat um so what was the question before we got into oh, and water. so I, and i was watching it and then there was a period where you got away to 17 to 3 clark scored a nice looking try mm. and i thought okay this feels like a moana pacifica game we mm. should do this in a canter and then i looked up every time i looked up i was like Shh, moana scored yeah oh sh-. then i was like shit they're in the lead 17 15 and a half time this is tight yeah and then i looked up and be like oh my god they're Oh, we can lose this. Only five minutes to go. Yeah. And then I was like, ugh, like kind of irritated that the Blues were obviously playing mm. so crap that yeah. um, they were losing. But also like, well, geez, the, this would be nice. If more had a win, it'd be pretty nice to see them. Nice win, to yeah. see them win a game because this big cross down derby with yeah. three thousand people watching. <laughs> um, and then yeah, there's that. I remember just looking up, being like. I watched that last play and I was like, oh shit, it's the 81st minute. And yeah. then like, okay, we've got to think of line then looking, okay, two yellows and then, yeah, straight to that. And everyone I was sat with, we were always like, no one was celebrating. No. And like all Aucklanders, yeah. everyone was like, ah, oh, that sucks. That's a bit shit That for sucks yeah. Moana, man. Yeah. It's awful. You know? And you could kind of see the deflation with uh, Major and, yeah, and yeah, just can't buy a trick. Can't buy a trick. Crusaders hosted the Force. Ooh, I want to. Th- I didn't watch this, mm. and I heard a murmur that was this an no, was this an upset? Was this an upset? Ask yourself the question: If the Force go into Christchurch and beat the Crusaders, do you think you know about it? But there's not that much. Ever, nobody talks about. It. Oh, I know. I think the Crusaders must have. They won. Yeah, forty-eight thirteen. <laughs> That's why, why you haven't heard why about did it. I, why did I think there was an upset? Uh, yep. Okay. Why did you think that? Yeah, You're a bad man. I didn't watch that game. Was uh, it a good game? No. It was, uh, it was the, just a hiding. The Crusaders scored some tries. Well, Hooker got a hat trick. So. The force played it right for the first 15 minutes. Something like that. Or maybe they didn't. No, they didn't play that well. Oh, they played pretty poorly throughout. Well, they just played against the Crusaders in Christchurch. So what can you say? Yeah. Uh, the Reds hosted the Waratahs. Oh, God. I, this is a total pick for me now. Mm. 50-50. Uh, I have no idea. Usually I have a, a sense of it. Didn't look. Uh, I'm going to say the Tars got up. The Tars did get up. 32-24. They actually yeah. won it pretty comfortably. Good good game. Yeah, I seem to remember the Reds getting a last-minute kind of consolation to make the scoreboard look a bit healthier. And uh, Brad it wasn't Thorne, a great game. Brad Thorne, the winningest man in football. He's leaving he's the Reds leaving. at the end of and the season. And what's his plan? What's his next move? I don't move? know. Is he stepping but away from The Reds seem to be on a downhill slide, so it's a good time for him to go. Maybe the players know that he's going. They don't give a, don't give a F anymore. Maybe. Well, yeah, he's a pretty proud man, isn't he? So, um, and they won, had a bit of success under him. Yeah. They won Super Rugby Australia, didn't they? They did. He won the the old version of their MPC before that got canned All right. with Queensland Country. So, yeah, yeah he, okay. he came on really well, promoted. Like, he's one of those coaches that generally just promoted guys from the ranks. He didn't, like, recruit from like, too many external guys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he seems to have, like, the right philosophy. Like, that's what the Crusaders do. They generally just bring guys through their academy. But he, 
he seems to have had a bit of an issue with player retention. Like a lot of guys have in their prime have just either buggered off overseas or left the Reds to go to other teams. So do, you, do you think he's a bit too much of a hard ass? I think he's a bit of a hard ass. He puts some guys off. Not everybody wants to work for a guy like Brad Thorne, I think. He's, old, he, he's, he's old so old school and just so driven that you either love working for him or you probably can't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you don't if you're not living up to his standards, he's gonna let you know. Yeah. And I his... mean remember the initial thing with him was Quade Cooper. Like he just he Which couldn't I kinda, stand Quade and he just I thought I was kind of made like, him play I club rugby. Quade Cooper's a great player and very, very talented, but I mm. kind of appreciated that. It was like I don't care what your name is, I don't care how big yeah. you are. I you've if I think you're a bit of a dickhead and you're not going to be good for the team, you're not playing. That's right. Then I was like, those two actually had a number of run-ins on the field as well. That's and I was what like, people does it go would back say to that? Back to, yeah, people said it went back to that. Yeah. Last game was the Rebels hosting the Brumbies. That was on today, this afternoon. We're recording on Sunday. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, I... What was I doing today? I woke up pretty hungover. Right. It was a big night at the poker. You were $40 lighter in the wallet. $40 lighter in the wallet. Um, my cousin brought a couple of very nice bottles of um, Argentinian Malbec wine. Nice. I enjoyed that. Uh, uh, why am I telling you about my day? Because you don't know the answer to who <laughs> won the question between the Rebels and the Brumbies in Melbourne. Uh, obviously, I'm going to go with the Brumbies, just on math. Just on they won 33-26, but the Rebels, they had chances to win with the death. Really? They were held up like twice. Wow. They kept getting advantages. They got the Brumbies yellow carded, but they kept tapping and going. They refused to kind of call for a scrum. And I think they regret that decision. During our hiatus, correct me if I'm wrong, but did the... Brumbies sneak a victory over the Crusaders? No, the Brumbies lost to the Crusaders. Damn, why do I keep thinking the Crusaders have lost? I don't know. Because the Crusaders lost to the Drua oh, over in Fiji. Yeah, I know that. And they lost to the Chiefs twice. Who did the who did the Rebels beat that I went, whoa? The Holy. Rebels did beat somebody. <sighs> Gee, this is high quality oh, stuff. It is. <laughs> Might have been the Highlanders. Uh, now, did I, did I go ten for ten, or did, did I? I didn't get you any wrong. You got the Brumbies, you got did the Waratahs, you got the Blues, Crusaders, just you got the Drua. Yeah, you got them all. Woo! Well done. You yeah. know your stuff. And the, now, one, the ones let, I didn't know, I just went with the who's the who's like. Let me one. pose you a question. Oh, I love it because love, the, can you can the, you while you do it, can you strike a pose as you pose me a question? No, no come on. <laughs> so. Just give me one of these. How many teams just are Just give me a little pose. Just just a tiny one. Just anything. Just do something with your hand. Do something with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now ask the question as you do it. No, come on. Super Rugby has 12 teams. How many qualify for the playoffs? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, eight qualify. Eight for the, qualify for, for the, the playoffs. playoffs. So essentially only the bottom four teams do not make the finals. Yeah, which is now, pretty... Let me just let you know. All so, the New Zealand teams are going to qualify. Well, the Highlanders not at the moment. Oh, the Highlanders, Highlanders are outside the, the the range. But you look at this, like the Highlanders should not. Remember, qualify. Super Rugby back in the day, it was just the top four. Yeah, and that's then right. I think they expanded it to six. Yeah. So, but it makes it a bit arsy. It makes the games at, not meaningful. At the moment, you got Chiefs first ten and zero. You got Brumbies eight and two. Yeah. Right, and then you got th- third, fourth, and fifth all at seven and three in terms of wins yeah, and losses. Yeah, yeah. And then you got. From six down, you got all negative records: four and six, four and six, and then three seven, three seven, they three shouldn't, seven. You shouldn't get into the playoffs with a losing record. Shouldn't right? And I think I even think even if you had the top six at the moment, the Waratahs would get through with yeah. a negative record. For me, for let alone eight. Like for me, it's it. 
as a blue supporter, I feel like our season's been so poor that right now we should be scratching for the playoffs. See, at we the moment, should... we would be third, kind of battling it out with the Crusaders and the Hurricanes who've got the same record as us. Yeah, it right. would be tense. Yeah, and, the, and, right and now, you'd be like, every game, you'd be like, we need to, we win, need to win, win this one. This. But you're like, it doesn't matter. It like, genuinely doesn't matter. The only teams that are really worried about right now is like, the Force at three and seven, the Drew at three and seven, or the four and six, the Rebels, yeah. Mahalo at three and seven. Like, I guess it's the only who can sneak through to eighth to get beaten by the Chiefs in Hamilton. And the only team I give a rat's ass about is the Drew. Yeah, you know, and the Drew by rights shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, um, but I just they're just such a fun team to yeah. watch. That's why you're pulling for them, and they're the only small point yeah. of interest. Yeah, and everything else is just. Fucking nothing. Yeah. Now let me it's contrast just, this almost, with you. They're just selection games. That's right, basically. So the URC yeah. has entered its knockout stages. The yeah. URC has just had its first round of quarterfinals, right? Mm-hmm. The bottom place qualifier in the URC was Irish team Connacht, and they had a 10-8 and eight record. So they at least were two games to the good. Mm-hmm. The two teams which missed out on the playoffs were the Lions and Cardiff, from right. Wales and South Africa, and they Sorry, had they had Rian nine and must, nine. Rian must be gutted. Right, Sorry, Rian. But they had nine and nine records, so even records mm-hmm. not good enough. You need to have a winning record to make the playoffs. That makes sense, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. That feels right yeah, as yeah. a fan. That yeah. feels, you know, even record just not oh, just not quite good enough. Yeah, that's right, and that's what um, in the NRL like that's actually seventeen teams teams now. So it's always been sixteen teams, right? For a long time, it's been so it's the top teams. eight. It's so the top eight get in, and genuinely, you got to be a top half team. You got to be, you got to have a winning record generally to get in, unless it's a really weird year. But now, it's going to be that much harder. It's just one more team in it, so yeah, it's still top eight. And now they're like, they're, they're not making it. Like, used... oh, let's make it a top twelve. <laughs> no, so they're, um, yeah, still, still going to be top eight. But it's always been like you don't want to be in the bottom, the the bottom eight basically. Right. But now there's an extra level of. Um, uh, not what's the word I'm looking for? Scorn or, right. or disgrace for the team in the bottom spot. Yeah, because you couldn't you, even make the bottom eight. <laughs> You're not even in the bottom eight. Yeah, the wooden spoon feels even That's worse. Classic. Uh, a, a fun fact: the Warriors, despite having a lot of pretty crappy years since 1995 when they launched, mm. have never got the wooden spoon. Is that right? Never come dead last. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought they would have got it at least once. No. Nope, because they've they been were... in the bottom eight many a time. Most of the time. Yeah. Uh, they, they got the minor premiership once. Yeah, 2002. Nice. And they got, the, they, grand, grand they final. got the grand final and they lost. 2002 against the Roosters. Freddie Fittler's uh, Brad Fittler um, led the bloody uh, Roosters to that mm. one. Stacey Jones scored a cracker of a try in that mm. game, though. And we also made the grand final in, another, in a famous year for another mm. reason, 2011. It was weird. During the Rugby World Cup, people were saying, can we use these fan zones in New Zealand to play Please. to play the final? Oh. And, the, and they were like, no, we can't. And it was like, yeah. Yeah, sponsorship stuff. I was at Fox uh, in town watching that final. Right. And it, yeah, it was got it. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was sad. Now, you watched some Champions Cup, I believe, a couple I of weeks did. ago. There were the, I did. The, the, the semifinals were kind of lopsided affairs, a little kind of and the quarterfinals. Squibby. The quarterfinals were lopsided affairs too. But Champions Cup knockout stages has been kind of less than the most enthralling. The thing that I liked the most about them were the fans. Yeah, the fans like, have been awesome. The crowd atmosphere. Shell's fans are just insane. They're a bananas. Lens, the fans were great as well, but uh, the last show fans were. I really enjoyed watching a bit of old uh, Tawera Kibalo. Sharp. Can that man? I'm going to pose a question Make to you. Make the wallabies. Yes. Maybe. Ooh, really? Spicy meatball. But then, like, he's... Um, I know he's born in Melbourne, right? Yeah. 
um, a Māori boy, went to Hamilton Boys High School. Um, He's got like what I would call one of the stereotypical like Māori small town kind of accents. Taweta Kiobello. Yeah. Yeah. If you hear him talk. He's not even a mozzie, is he? No. But a mozzie, by the way, is a Māori Australian. Yeah. No, he's not yeah. like that. He just sounds like small town. Yeah, he's a kid. I think, I don't know how much time he spent in, in um, Melbourne. Yeah. God's I sake. don't know. Yeah. He's just got that accent about him. Okadibri, that sort of thing? Basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Sounds very Kiwi. Yes, yes. It's a fun accent, that one. Um, okay, uh, so La Rochelle, they played Exeter, didn't they? They thrashed them. Absolutely tore the pants off them. Not even a contest. Exeter, well, Exeter scored, scored first. first. I saw that. And then it was all downhill from there. It really was. It Toulouse was... played Leinster and did the same thing. They scored first and then it was all downhill. I from actually there. felt for Toulouse in that game. So they had an injury. They had an injury and they also, they thought there was a couple of pretty... I, I've got no, I've got no guy, guy in the fight, but I was like, these some Couple of these tough calls, calls. Mm. some there was a binning or something that yeah. I thought. So the first binning was a, a deliberate knock on yeah. by Ramos, which I always feel like, Ugh. yeah. And what was the second one? Was was it like a head clash? Yeah, I feel like I can't remember. Yeah, it was it's a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah, it was, but that didn't feel great. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I think there was was it a try to to lose or something like that? Oh, I can't really remember. I just remember something along the lines of. There was a call made that was really crucial that Toulouse could have got a try or something like that. But it was chalked uh, off for a thing back a few phases earlier. Yeah, right? it was yeah, chalked yeah, off like for a clean out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and I was like, how many phases? I, I mm. would like them not to be able to go back multiple phases. If it happens in the phase leading to the try, that's okay. If there's a forward pass and knock on in that phase, previous phase, reset, 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 reset the clock. Not the reset the clock, but reset the yeah, the, the, the frame, the proximity that you're able to yeah. to make a thing. So that I was like pissed off, and then they turned around within like three minutes, and yeah. the and Leinster scored. Scored the other the, direction, and the yeah. game was over. And um, okay, explain to me where the hell? Because I was I kept on looking at the halfback, and I was like, oh, Dupont. Dupont was like playing at ten. Yeah, they had to play him at ten because they only had six two split, and one of their midfielders got injured. They rejigged the whole back line. Yeah, but then when he touched the ball, he looked great. He still looks great. Yeah, but he's not. But he's better at nine. He really is. Yeah. He's, he's so yeah, the, the Champions Cup's been a little bit disappointing in that regard, just in terms of its predictability I'm and the lack the, of close I'm games. I'm looking forward to the final. The, the final between Leicester and Lush, that's a repeat of last year's final. So yeah, hopefully it's I wasn't a cracker. Wa- I wasn't watching. So hopefully it's tight. But yeah. let me just, because fl- we've talked about, you picked all the Super Rugby games without knowing them. Pretty predictable. The, I'm not going to get the Champions Cup. But I'm not going to ask you to predict the USC results, but there was a couple of upsets. Oh, yeah. So Ulster, who finished second on the log, oh, been down. having a great year, and they're thinking, we don't have the Champions Cup to worry about. Maybe yeah. this is our year. They're always kind of a bridesmaid. They lose to the bottom qualifying... Was it bottom qualifying? Second, qual- second bottom qualifying Connick. team. They lose to Connacht. Yeah, 15 to 10. So that was a game, if you're a fan of Ulster, where okay, all right, this is going to be a fun day. I made a lie. I told a lie earlier. The bottom team was the Sharks. Okay, right. Their record was still a positive record. Nine okay. wins, eight losses, and a draw. Was it a good game? Yeah. <laughs> It was low scoring. Connacht was just one of those games where like, every time Ulster would get close, they would just win a turnover. They really? didn't score a try and they win. Connacht just kicked Bad penalties. conditions? Not really. Really? Yeah. Just, just Connacht left a lot of tries out there, but they did enough to win the game. Wow. It was just entertaining, even did, though it wasn't what like is, the best. What's the problem with Ulster? Are they choking or what are mm. they... They just can't handle I the big moments? I would say so. That seems to be it. Yeah. Can't handle the big 
big dance. It was kind of reminiscent of the Blues Crusaders game, the final yeah, last year. So right. where, where all the pressure were at home, and then this is the game we're expected to win. Just didn't get done. Yeah, right. Um, Leinster won pretty easily over the Sharks, thirty-five-five. There was no real dramas. Leinster didn't play that well. They still won by thirty points. The Stormers won at home to the Bulls, thirty-three twenty-one. But then the final game, Munster, who were the how did my boys go? They won. 14-5 yes. away from home. So we had two away beat? wins. Who did they beat? Glasgow. Oh. So Glasgow like weren't that far away from also. They both had 13-5 and five records. Munster started 13-5, that's a bloody good year to yeah, go out they just played really to get bundled well, out. But they had a red card in that game, which didn't help them. Yeah. But, I mean, Glasgow started that game. They came out like firing. They couldn't score. Yeah. And then Munster scored their first chance, which was kind of against the run of play. But their defense had created the opportunity to score. And then... Glasgow got a red card. Who so. are the bolters right now? Who are the guys? Connor is definitely the team. Nobody was giving Connor any chance. So, but in terms of players who are putting their hands up for higher oh, honors. God. Are there anyone, is there anybody within, you know who I really enjoyed mm. watching play for Leinster who thought played, I think he plays for Leinster. Mm. Charlie Nartai. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's had a couple of good weeks. He played very... And I was like, jeez, he's basically he's playing... playing really in, well in the midfield. I was yeah. like, oh, I thought, oh, God, this could be bad. I don't he, think he's eligible for anyone else apart from New Zealand. Oh, he's that's good. New Zealand. But yeah, because when he was playing in that team, I was like, he's basically playing in the Ireland national team when basically. he played that Leinster team. And he's I was looking like, good. He's looking the part. Yeah, and he was, and he was solid yeah, because... Yeah. Um, he's playing in in, in place of Kenshaw, uh, no. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. So another international. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I thought maybe he won't be. He could be a weak link, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was a. He was, he was dynamic. Yeah. You know, and I really enjoyed that watching Kiwis. Like even though Tawera can potentially be play for Australia, he's still a former All Black, he's World a former, Cup winner, and just seeing the love that he's getting in the yeah. south of France, yeah, it's, it's great, really great, it's great. So the f- semi-finals is going to be Leinster hosting Munster. Those two teams don't like each other mm-hmm. very much. That's essentially Crusaders Blues from a New Zealand perspective. Go, like, the, go Munster, even the red and blue thing, and then you got Connacht, who weren't expected to get a result in Ulster. They have to go. <laughs> They have to go down to South Africa to play the Stormers. Oh. So smart money would be on Leinster Stormers final. Whoa. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. But yeah, I just love the fact that two of the games out of the four were upsets. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Everything else has been kind of painfully predictable. Yeah, well, and that's... Um... I mean, I'm not saying... So Super Rugby had some close games. The Rebels gave it a good run. Moana Pacific gave it a good run. The drill was an upset. Do you think okay, this is a bigger question and maybe one you're not quite prepared for, but if you look at the grand state of rugby internationally within the domestic competitions, the European competitions, the elite European competitions, even the international mm. game, uh, with all the controversies that's been surrounding mm. some of these clubs, even Ireland rugby, mm. like the what the CEO said something derogatory about mm. women's rugby, mm. is the game in a good place right now or is it in a bit of a, is it in a, bit of a valley? Are we... Are we rounding off in, in, a, in a darker period of rugby's history right now? I still now? reckon there's enough positive stories to keep things... Like I'm just generally slightly erring on the side of optimism. Like okay. Irish rugby is in a phenomenal place right now. Brilliant, like yeah. with Connacht getting that win, I had people in the comments saying like there's... Like people... Like the the a... game is growing in the west of Ireland, which is traditionally like Gaelic football yeah, territory. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely in a great place right now. Campbell so has the same like, place, the same about everywhere. Probably. It looks like it's in a good place in France. Good place in France. Japan's now got a fully professional league, even though I don't follow that much. And I think some of the teams have had a little bit of trouble adapting to this fully professional environment. But 
there's definitely some steps in the right direction. The women's game, despite all the apparently freaking sexist stuff that goes on and all the bloody boardrooms and whatnot, it's still growing. I mean, you're looking at a pretty small starting point, so for it to grow doesn't take that much, but it's still growing. Speaking of the women's game... The, the England won the Six Nations, by the way. Yeah. And John Mitchell's going to coach the English women. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that? I can't believe he's going to take them on a journey. A yeah. journey. Yeah, it's a great John Mitchell journey. Um, so, uh, but the in regards to the women's game, mm. I don't know, you're probably aware of it already, but the announcement that there's some pretty major games happening in New Zealand at the end of the year. Um, I'm not aware. Did you not know this? I've only just got back this week. Whoa, I don't know. If, you're meant to be the. I'm I meant know. to like point out. This is ruining it, dude. I'm meant to know half a fact, and then you mean to fill in the gaps. Tell me, tell me some news. <laughs> I don't. You meant to tell me if it was right okay. or if it's wrong. Okay, okay. What I think is happening, right. Is there is a mini tournament happening at the end okay. of this year between the Black Ferns, England, France. No. And like one other team who's really? one of the best teams in the world. I don't know. Canada. It, I don't know. No? It's, I thought it was like the three best um, wow. Six Nations teams. Okay. Yeah, there's a little and they've got a little tur- like a little it's a little tournament title wow. and stuff. Just That'd be awesome high quality. True. Yeah, in New Zealand. Good. They need yeah. more games. Ruby Tui, Ruby Tui was talking about it on the breakdown. Okay. But Ruby Tui has re-signed for, for, New, Zealand, for yeah. New Zealand rugby. That's cool. Can I break? Uh, you wanted to talk about some re-signings before I, I did. Can I can I break tradition for a moment? Do we have traditions? Oh, we, this is our tradition. This is DLT, the two CGD. CGD. This thing you get. Sleep. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got problems. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we're still recording. How about? We've still got audio. We've still got audio. Is it just dead battery? How much battery? It's got lots of battery. It was flashing the whole time. Memory card full. Oh. Oh, Memory card. Now that's gone off too. Oh, Oh. it's all going to hell in a (laughs) handbasket. You better not put that on there. Oh, she uses her own picture. Yeah, she does. Okay, we may can't do that right now. No, because the camera is not recording. Oh, it's glad. We did oh, warn them. Oh, God. We did warn them. We, we did say that there was going to be a technical difficulty, so we're going... But I feel like we've got a little bit to talk about still. Can we um, do a little bit longer on this than we usually would do? So I'm going to put you over here, Mark. Is there anything in the background that you don't want to be seen from this angle? Uh, me and Maddie, maybe. You can take, no. take her off the wall. Take her off the wall. You guys... Okay. Do this one-handed without breaking it? Probably not. Who knows? All right, so you can, they're still seeing the technical difficulties. Hang on, there we go, you got rid of that. And there you go, there we go, look. Hey, we're back. Hey, the camera <laughs> did not die. The camera the battery camera die. did not die, but, uh, but we, the memory card's full. So, yeah, that's, uh, could have deleted a little bit more, a few more videos of it. Or did I use the wrong SD card in there? Maybe. Not, not the biggest one. Anyway, uh, Ruby Tui is re-signed. She has. Damien McKenzie has re-signed. Rico Ioani has re-signed. New Zealand rugby has been saved. Doshing out the cash. But not to us. No, yeah, we're still waiting for our big allocation of uh, money from the NZR. We could be waiting a wee while, though, couldn't we? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that crap you keep talking about, Fozzie. (laughs) Do you reckon that's it? Well, now that he's gone, do you think 
Razor's going to angle. Razor is definitely an avid listener. Yeah, he, he might listens be. on all major plats. Struggling, <laughs> we don't need plot, to go through. Plot, plot we don't. Need, we don't need to go through the platform chat again. Uh, okay, and the one thing I did. So I think we've. Oh, sorry, I'm putting my hand. Around. The one thing I did want to talk about was you are starting a mother flipping extra channel. Yes. And I'm very excited about it. Right. Can you tell people a little bit more about it? Basically, I spent the month that I was away in China wandering around mm-hmm. with my camera, mm-hmm. finding a place that I wanted to go. And I went if, there. If you like this face, more with of a, a GoPro. <laughs> yeah, that'd be handy right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Has stabilization. Yeah, so, that's yeah, cool. I basically went around and I saw some sites and talked to some people. And um, I've seen a little bit of your test footage and yes. it looks it looks dope. You reckon? Dope as f- Okay. And I just swore on your podcast. Good. On your channel. I'm sorry about that. You bombed the C word once and I got demonetized. <laughs> so no C words. No C words. We haven't said that though. Good. We haven't even said punt. And, no. it's, a, and it's a rugby podcast. That's right. I went off and talk about punting. Um, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I will endeavor to edit as much as I can. Beautiful. Wonderful. Fantastic. Okay. Well, my arm's getting tired now. Yes. So I think we can probably wrap this up. We probably but can. look, it's, it's great to see you again. Great hopefully to get the podcast we, going after hopefully a hiatus. we sound good. Hopefully we sound good. If we sound tinny combined with this <laughs> like shaky selfie cam stuff um, then yeah. we appreciate you for sticking this long yeah we do we really do yeah make sure you comment below and all yeah. that sort of a few stuff. people were asking when's the podcast coming back so well, I, I appreciate really that get... as soon as I came back like a lot of the comments on the first video were when is the podcast kicking off well, the again podcast so is now people back. were saying like unleash the Tony oh geez they haven't seen enough of me recently is that the problem anyway thank you all very much for listening we do appreciate it and we will be back next week we'll, we will it won't take us another five weeks to make some URC semi-finals more super rugby all the good stuff and more bullshit. Take care, folks. I did that.